I think it's amazing you hear both of your stories, how the thing that we thought was our dream ends up becoming our nightmare. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how we try to justify something that was our dream and we're trying to convince ourselves this was supposed to be my dream but not understanding that we're evolving Mm -hmm. and the things that i love today i might not love tomorrow Mm -hmm. i think it's 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 a balancing act right this is secrets for success welcome to the secrets for success podcast i'm your host greg todd thank you as always for joining me today I have the power couple. Yeah, that's that's what I like to call them, the power couple. Owen and Jan Johnson, can you all, um, well, first of all, let me just thank you all for being on the podcast. And you came all the way from the West Coast to come over here to the Best Coast? Okay, no, I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm from the East Coast, so I'll take that. East Coast? Okay, cool, cool. Anyways, thank you guys for being here. Greatly appreciate it. I want to talk about so many different things with you guys. So uh, before we get into all my questions for y'all, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your story? Yeah, sure. So my name is Dr. Owen Johnston, and we both own Advanced Physical Therapy and Wellness. I kind of started it, and Jen was kind of like, yeah, 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 I want no part in this, even though she's definitely a supportive spouse. And we've been in business now for, I think, like a year and eight months. Okay. And Jen kind of signed on like six months in, because she was like, wow, you're creating some movement. And I'm like, yeah, so it was great. Cool. Awesome, awesome. It's been a fun journey. I actually left the physical therapy field for seven years. So that's where a lot of the resistance came for me okay. with getting involved in the business. I was like, no, I said I was done with this. I'm, I'm, I stepped out. I don't want anything to do with it. And then when I, I saw the impact that Owen was making in patients' lives and the passion he had about it, there was no way I could not get involved. Okay, so let's go back to this whole seven years away from PT. Yeah. Can we talk about your life prior to advance yeah. and what that looked like. We'll start with you. Yeah. Seven years of being away from it and saying you didn't want to get into it. What happened? I graduated in 09 okay. and two weeks into my physical therapy career, I was in a really severe accident. Left me with a spinal cord injury, brain injury, and all kinds of back injuries. I'm in an outpatient mill clinic at the time. You know, busy mill clinic was two patients an hour. That was right. like, I was pretty blessed to see two patients an hour. Uh, And it just was really hard on my body, and I kind of just was drowning in in everything that was the field. I realized I couldn't really impact people's lives because I was constantly going through red tape, and it was hard on my physical body. So I got into pediatrics. I built an entire special education department at a school district in San Diego. It started with four kids. I left with over 100 kids at 11 sites and Mm. built this entire program. Uh, And then I was building an online business, and I was passionate about it. And I loved it. And I realized that I could replace my income and make more money there doing what I liked and not having to, you know, deal with all the the school district nonsense and the the rope of, of physical therapy. And I just I dove all in and I did that full time. And then when I met Owen, it was funny, he was like, I always wanted to date a physical therapist. And I was like, Well, I'm kinda like a physical therapist, but I teach yoga and I sling essential oils and yeah, okay. <laughs> so we got I got, you know, moving with him and just we, we started talking about life and 2020 hit 2021 with mandates really changed our lives. And uh, I'm sure we'll chat a little bit about this, but basically my amazing husband lost his job because his uh, religious exemption got denied and he lost his uh-huh. job. 
He got put on unpaid admin leave the day before he proposed to me. Wow. And he oh, asked, they paid me. And he oh, asked wow. me and said, I made sure of it. are you sure you still want to go ahead and do this? And I said, 1,000%. Wow. And I had no idea what the next two years was going to bring, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Wow. So I really lost passion completely for this field, and he inspired it back in me with what he was able to build and the just passion and power he had behind this I'm going to prove all these people wrong that are trying to knock me down. Like, I'm going to make this life for us. Right. Wow. It's, it's that's amazing. been a wild ride. So that's your story. How long have you been a physical therapist? That's a great question. Since 2015, so eight, nine years. Yeah. So uh, when, she, when she was getting out of the field, I was kind of like just getting Starting. into the field, which is, which right. is pretty interesting. Um, you want me to tell you, like, how yeah. it all started. So then what was your first job? Like what was, were you an outpatient like PT? Were you hospital? What was your deal? Great question. And so I'm gonna start with this story. I've told it a couple of times. Mm -hmm. But so, and it's because I went into outpatient right away, like 95 or more percent of my classmates. Okay. Um, so sitting in sitting in, uh, in, in our class one day mm -hmm. and we had a guest speaker and she was a uh, acute rehab neurotherapist. And we're all sitting in there, you know, excited. It's our first year in PT school. And she's like, how many people want to go on acute rehab? And, you know, neuro. Like, no one's raising their hands. Like, crickets. Maybe one or two people. Like, the one or two PEDS people and stuff that raise their hand. People say they want to do PEDS. But neuro. And um, she was like, oh, well, okay, well, how many people want to do outpatient ortho? And, like, 95% of us raise our hand, all excited. You know, red, red nose, bush tailed and all that yeah. stuff. Including me. Yeah. And then she, she was just like, she looked defeated and was like, yeah, I did too. And things changed. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold on a second. What do you mean things changed? I was like, I got this like eight year plan thing going on and things aren't going to change for me, sister. Yeah. Like I'm going to outpatient rehab and I'm going to love it. Yeah. And then I got my first outpatient job and I worked there for just about two years and it was my third clinical rotation before working there. And it was, I was seeing four patients an hour on average. Um, so it was about 30 patients a day. And I got burnt out within two years. I kept going to work every day, like brainwashing myself, saying, this is my dream job. This is my dream job. This is what I want to do. I love manual therapy. You know, but, you know, if it weren't for the paperwork, and my old boss is still saying that to this day. He says, paperwork's a bane of my existence. This is my dream job, but the paperwork. And after a while, I've been like, no, 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 dream job, there's no buts. Yeah. Like, like, it's... Dream job is, is your dream, and you get to uh, you get to help people the way you want to help them, not the way that people tell you're supposed to, like the insurance companies mm -hmm. um, or your boss or whatever. And I envisioned in PT school that I was going to work with people all day. That I was going to spend like one-on-one -on -one time with the patients, and that was going to be it, not showing up two hours early every single day to do the notes from the day before and working um, 10 to 12 hours a day, only getting paid 70 K a year at an eight hour a day salary. Mm -hmm. And even going in on weekends where I'd like work out and stuff just to do notes. Um, yeah. so got burnt out real fast. And just like that woman said, things changed. And Did you go to acute? No, I, I didn't go to acute rehab, but I went to home health. You went to home health. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I had a buddy down in San Diego cause yeah. I was on the central coast at the time, still in a house in Lompoc. Um, and, and he worked for Kaiser home health and he pretty much same exact story. He was like brainwashing himself for even longer because he was like, you're gonna be partners and money's gonna come flowing in. And then he went into home health. He'd been at Kaiser Home Health for almost 15 years. He told me how great it was. He's like, oh, it's so great. You only see two to five patients a day. 
Like, I got 30 days paid vacation a year. Actually, I got six weeks now because I've been for over 10 years. He's like, he's like, we got this pension. We got all this. We make over six figures. You know, I'm making like 130K a year. Yeah. And uh, and my wife does too. So we're, we go on the snowboard trips and all that stuff. He sold me the job. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to work for Kaiser. They pay the best. They got the best Con Ed. They got the best. Everything's maxed out. And I was on the Central Coast and I was going, there's no Kaiser here. And I was like, I was like, well, I mean, I, I want to get in home health, and if I got that experience, you know, they'll, they'll probably be more likely to hire me in the future. Mm-hmm. And so I worked for a home health job for about a year before I actually did get to work for Kaiser. Gotcha. So he I, he got me down there. He sold me the job, and I got in there, and I was stoked to be working with them. I was I was I was happy, like I was content, but I was not fulfilled as a PT mm-hmm. because. Why? Oh, great question. Yeah. So, you know, like like I said, I got into PT school and I, I had this vision. I had a vision that I was going to work with people all day, like one-on-one sort of thing. And I was going to help like an injured athlete get back on the field. Mm-hmm. I was going to like help a woman with their hip pain that couldn't walk on sunset with her beach with her husband. And I was going to give her that back, that right. connection with her husband. Like I was going to do big things, you know. I wasn't going to, you know, help grandma roll over in bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could put it like a little bit more technical terms. Uh, educating caregivers and assist with bed mobility, rolling, supine, do sit. That wasn't your you jam. Know, that was not my jam. No. <laughs> that was not my jam. Mm-hmm. I mean, reading, I mean, listening to like um, audiobooks and mm-hmm. music and cool podcasts like this while on the road, that was kind of my jam. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. Um, not the patient care. And I did that for about five years. I think it's amazing we hear both of your stories how the thing that we thought was our dream ends up becoming our nightmare Mm -hmm. and it's amazing how we try to justify something that was our dream and we're trying to convince ourselves this was supposed to be my dream but not understanding that we're evolving Mm -hmm. and the things that i love today i might not love tomorrow Mm -hmm. i think it's 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 a balancing act right you know uh there are times where things are hard like you're living a dream situation with what you guys have now. Oh yeah. And there are days where it's yeah. hard. Yeah. But you know like this is like an amazing situation, right? Mm-hmm. And we're doing something pretty epic and special. Um versus this was something I thought was going to be my dream mm-hmm. and I'm living it and I don't feel good about this yeah. every day. And just coming to terms with that mm-hmm. and acknowledging that and kind of seeing you both go on a different journey but kind of all ending up into this, the same place. All right, so let's talk about now. Uh, you've had the practice for a year and eight months? Something, something yeah. like that. October okay. will be two years. All right, and uh, kind of tell us a little about the practice. And you've had some pretty awesome results, like even this past month, right? Didn't you guys like break a record? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay. I think it was 57K. 57K, Yeah. wow, yeah. that's freaking yeah. awesome. So a cash-based practice, $57,000 in revenue, your highest month that mm-hmm. you all have had. So congratulations to you all for Thank that. Thank you. Um, it's been a year and eight months, which is pretty darn fast yeah. to to get that to happen that fast. Okay, but um, when you started out, you, did you start out at what? 40K a month? Oh. No. no. <laughs> you started at 50, Wait, we had some humble beginnings. Okay, all right. So let's kind of talk about that because, because a lot of times, you know, we will tell people about our our amazing results. Yeah. But and, and 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 I know even for myself, like when I buy something on Amazon or I have my mind mm-hmm. set to buying something and then I go to look at reviews, like when my mind is set to buy it, mm-hmm. I only want to see the five star reviews. Yeah. 
When I don't want to buy something, which is very rarely for me, I just like to buy things. I, I love to I love to buy, okay? Um, but when I don't want something, my mind tends to go right to the one-star reviews, mm -hmm. right? That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. If you know me, you know that I hate clutter and I love efficiency and a one-stop shop. And that's the reason why I am so excited that SSHC has partnered with Jane App. Jane App is a complete practice management software that does your online booking for clients, schedules your clients, allows your clients to come in, you can do your documentation, take their payments, and everything in between. If you're doing subscription, if you're doing packages, you're doing solution-based offers, Jane App holds all those things in their platform, and it's seamless and efficient, and it is clean. And I can tell you right now, my clients have said nothing but amazing things about JNAP. What's even better is that it's not just for therapists. They work with so many different healthcare disciplines from chiropractors, mental health counselors, anyone that has a practice, they can basically take care of you. So I highly recommend for you guys to use JNAP. I actually have a code SSHC1MO that you can use to get a free trial of JNAP. Go check it out. So you just had your greatest month ever in the two girls, you know, business. Can we talk about how this thing started? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, basically I thought, I was like, I was like, dude, you know, like faced with not having a job, uh, just proposed to my now wife. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, I got to think fast. So I was like, I 40, took 40 hours and, or no, two weeks. So 80 hours basically. Mm -hmm. And I threw the business together, got yeah. like all the paperwork and stuff. And I did everything on paper right away. Like, I didn't start with all this cool like EMR and automations, you know, it was, it was actually a lot, it was a lot of work. And I can say, I can say without a shadow of a doubt that I would have made probably about $800 that first month, probably. And we, we can't leave this part of the story out. He worked, he rented open gym space out of a personal training gym. Mm -hmm. So he had to go to the gym every morning, set his stuff up, treat his patients, break his stuff down every single day, mm -hmm. and it was across the street from a um, city building that dealt with homeless in San Diego. Mm. So this location was, I mean, when people are like, oh, the location's not good. I mean, if you could literally paint a picture of not a good location to start a cash-based physical therapy business, I'm pretty sure like Owen's first place would be the that picture. That would it, yeah. I mean, you have homeless people literally at times pooping on the sidewalk in front of the building. Wow. Like, we're talking really interesting neighborhood, to say the least. So, he's so you're with, you're in an area that's not ideal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've got people defecating mm -hmm. and pee-peeing all over the place. Oh, yeah. So mm -hmm. it's, it's not attracting everybody that mm -hmm. we want to attract. You had to basically do a setup and tear down every single day. Every day. Mm -hmm. uh, you did not have any fancy EMR system you're basically putting things on paper. Taking pictures and putting them into Google. Scanning them into and scanning, okay. Google Drive. Into, okay. Into HIPAA compliance. Google and, uh, but you got started. Yeah. Yep. You got, got started. started. Were people paying you at that time? Um, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. So the first week they were not paying me. Okay. Uh, I did uh, free evaluations. And that's mm -hmm. how I got my first couple of you know clients in the door. And then my the second week I was charged I was doing these major discounts and I was charging them thirty three dollars for a follow up appointment and I was trying to okay. do these like thirty minute visits right 
that wasn't my jam either. Okay. But that's how I can honestly say that I would have made probably about $800 or less was because of that model that I was building on this like thinking that people were going to pay more than a copay for physical therapy. Yeah. That's what I would have been making. Mm. Okay. However, however, I have to say, I used to say the omens. Now I say God, God gave me this path, kept opening up these doors. You know, I was asked Jen, Hey, can I be connected with these people in doTERRA? Guy, John Bush, real man. Awesome dude. He's like, he's like, you got to talk to Dr. Robert Snow. He used to own multiple clinics in San Diego. Dr. Robert Snow said, Hey, you want to do cash PT? Cause I was like, I'm just going to do cash PT. Didn't even know what that was. Right. And, um, Robert Snow was like, well, if you want to do that, I'd look up a guy named Aaron LeBauer. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. So I got on his email list and he did this free training and then he sold me into this course which um, cost twenty five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and it was we a five it was a five week course. We were kind of sweating about it, and because I had like I think I had like ten to fifteen thousand dollars in the bank that I mm-hmm. got off that I won off AMC or something like that, yeah. you know, savings the stock, yeah, 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 some yeah, savings, yeah, yeah. and um, and so you know that's gonna run out pretty quick, mm-hmm. and so I was like I was like okay you know twenty five hundred bucks, but he's you know he says you at least double it or something like that, and I was like I was like okay well you know just following God's path. Mm-hmm. And so it, it started, the course started, I already paid for it. I think like two weeks into business, like I said, free, $33 follow visits. And then those last two weeks, because I joined the course, Aaron was like, you got to sell these packages. You got to do this is what you got to do. And I was just like a deer in the headlights. I'm like, what? I got to ask this much amount of money for like what? And how many people? And then he, uh, he, uh, um, he incentivized us with a competition. And you're gonna see too, because yeah. me and Jen are on your leaderboard right now for, yeah. for your raise your income. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, y'all are very competitive. I see that. It was like a hundred dollar gift card, Amazon yeah. gift card, and like a free coaching session with him or something like that. And I was like, well, I want that free coaching session, that hundred dollar right. gift card. Maybe cool, but yeah. and um, and y'all win? but but I was going against I was going <laughs> of against, we won. I was going against all these other practice owners. They had already owned practices. Right. They did this reactivation patient challenge, mm-hmm. and I was like. Well, Aaron, I don't have any patients to reactivate. He's like, well, then you got a new patient challenge, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, for this week. You know, good luck. And then, yeah, I won the challenge. And that first month with those last two weeks of the month made $7,400 wow. in revenue. Wow. So That's almost amazing. 3x. I get chills still almost, thinking about it. Almost $3,000 return on investment from that course. And now you said, okay, well, if that worked, let me continue to figure out what it is that I don't know. It's the biggest expense we have. Yeah. It's the things that we actually don't know that's holding us back from getting to the goals that we desire. We actually were talking about this last night after dinner because we we love observing and seeing what you know everybody in the room does with advice that's given to them mm-hmm. and what yeah. and it helps us figure out what we're doing with the advice, right? right? And one thing that we've stuck by is when we pay a coach and it's, Something we've done through our whole business. When we pay a coach, if they tell us to jump, we say how high. If you tell us to go in a direction, not to say we're going to blindly follow you, but we're paying you for a reason. And even if we think what you're saying sounds super scary and so crazy, we're like, well, we paid him to condense time for us. So if this is what he's suggesting, I'm going to fully trust it. And not everybody does that. 100%. 100%. And you can't change that as a coach. Right. The only person that can change it is the recipient of the advice. And that is the mentality we've had with, with uh, Aaron, with you. It's like, if you tell us to do something, sometimes we're shaking our head like, oh, 
crap, do we really have to go do that? Right. And then we do it, we buckle up and we do it. And the, that's he's amazing at it. Yeah, there's so many different things, that, ways we can go with this. I think number one is as a coach, mm -hmm. being on, because I'm being coached by people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and now, like when I am being coached by someone, I'm trying to also gain favor of that person. Because usually if you're going to pay somebody big money, like I've paid Shaleen Johnson, I've paid mm -hmm. um, Andy Frasilla, mm -hmm. you know, Ed Milet, Myron Golden, uh, you know, Perry Belcher. Okay, not only do I trust them mm -hmm. if I'm going to pay six figures to someone to help mm -hmm. me get to that next level or 10000 or five or whatever, but I also am trying to get favor with them. Mm -hmm. And what I've come to realize is this, is that what coaches, I got to figure out what do they want. Mm -hmm. What coaches want is they want people to listen to them. So, yes, you need to vet out who your coach is going to be. Yeah. Right. But then after that, you have a responsibility mm -hmm. to actually do what they say and then get the results based on doing what they say. And now that creates favor. Yeah. I'm always asking God every day. God, grant me favor with people. You want to know how you get favor? Do the thing that the people that are instructing you are telling you to do. Yeah. And when you do that, they're like, wow, this person is actually worth my time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're worth my time. And what I've realized is that all of those people that I just said, I actually, what is even more powerful than the information that they gave me was that I did whatever it is that they asked me to do, whether it worked or not. Yeah. And they saw, they saw me actually do it. Mm -hmm. And I realized that only like 5% of people ding, ding. that pay money actually do what the people said that they should do. And it granted me favor with them. And it created, it went from just mentor, mentee from a distance to mentor, mentee. And I actually have numbers and I have direct contact with them. And so that's a huge thing that you guys are doing. I'm watching you in the program. I'm like, yeah, they actually listen. Well, and I never even put together that we're, that that's just natural to I think both of us, but I never even put together that it's that getting the favor of you know oh, yeah. that trust and the I just we do it because it's like obviously this is what we're gonna do. Right. Yeah. Right. So I take it a whole step further. I don't only do what they tell me to do, but I look for ways that I can serve them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have done that so ridiculously amazing with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's face it, you've only been inside of my inner circle for two months. Yeah. But we have developed a relationship for the last year, mm -hmm. right? And it's because you all have been trying to bring value mm -hmm. to me, mm -hmm. which then, and it's Robert Caldini's book on influence. It's literally what, whether you know what you're doing or not, that's what you're doing. Both of you are doing that. And when you started to tell people about my stuff mm -hmm. and just, just basically promoting me, I was just like, I have to do something for them. So I remember one day just saying, hey, uh, I think I was said to Brittany, I'm like, hey, look, can you get in touch with these these people? Da, 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 da. I want to get them on my schedule. Mm -hmm. I just want to serve them. And then I remember doing a, a, a call with you. Two hours. And then you came on like yeah. somewhere between the call. And I just like, I got to serve them. And then now it's just been this who can outserve each other, right? <laughs> and just going back and forth, back going. and forth. Yeah. And oh my God, it's it's so easy to do. It's, it's, so, easy. So. it's so simple to do, but people won't, like a lot of people won't do it. By the yeah. way, that's what Kelly does. 
Yep. Like, mm-hmm. she has never fought me on anything. Yeah. Just, okay, done. Yeah. That's it. In yeah. our heads, we might be like, you know, pee in her pants, metaphorically. But, but it should be we, that way. We do it. Jen, it should be that yeah. way. If you, if, if you already knew what to do, then wouldn't you have already done it? <laughs> right? So one of the things that I have come to realize is, am I ready to be coached? Mm-hmm. Like, am I ready to be coached? Yeah. You know, uh, because I already know that if someone's going to help me take me to another level, mm-hmm. right? If I want to get to multi eight figures, nine figures in business or whatever it is that I want, yeah. okay? They're going to tell me something that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And it's going to feel totally counterintuitive. Yeah. Myron taught me that. He was like, if your coach is telling you something that you're like, oh, I already knew that, you got the wrong coach. You need a bigger coach. Yeah. You need to be in a bigger room. Yeah. 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 That's wild. That's wild. All right. So you uh, paid Aaron. You went into his program. $2,500. It then basically made you threefold back. Mm-hmm. And that I'm assuming you just kept on investing and kept on listening. Yeah. And it's kind of brought you to... I'd say the, right? the 2500 was way scarier than... At the end, he pitched the mastermind. And we're like, of course he's going to pitch a mastermind. Right, right. And honestly, I think we hummed and hawed over the mastermind, which is a much larger investment, mm-hmm. than the five-week program because at that point, he'd already proven his value. Right. And we're like, well, if he taught you that in five weeks, what, what could he teach that? you? Right. And, you know, I know we were actually... Uh, in the first year with him, the highest revenue earning team or person that's ever come through his program in that first year. Right. Is yeah. what he said. Yeah. We're on the top of it. Yeah, yeah. I broke the record. Mm. I broke the record. But that's because I got in so quickly. Mm. Um, I feel like and did all the things. Mm. But when we joined his mastermind, like Jen said, like it was like, yeah, no problem. Someone's like, what made you take the leap? And I was like, what leap? Like right, right. there was no uh, leap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Jen, Jen basically, I remember she like, she's like, so, well, I mean, she's like, you got your Kaiser job back. You brought in more revenue than you got, you know, from your paychecks from Kaiser yeah. in your first month. Like so many people are afraid to quit their jobs. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, no, no, I, got, I made more than the best paying physical therapy job in the nation mm. in my first month in business. Wow. And technically it was two weeks with the, wow. with the mentorship. Yeah. And she was like, she's like, well, you can either stay the same, stay where you were comfortable. Right. Or you keep growing, and I was like, "Let's grow. Let's keep on going. Let's go." Wow, that, that that's absolutely amazing. Um, that's the power of business. It, it it's not that everybody's going to be able to do it, but it gives you that opportunity to where literally within a month or months you can you can trump a therapist that has the best job in the nation. It's crazy. All right, so here's my question to you. I want to go back to, uh, you said, you you believe that part of the reason why you did so well was because you got in so early. Mm-hmm. So let's talk to that person that's a cash-based practice owner. They're just getting started or they're considering getting you know started. Yeah. Uh, talk about the unlearning process versus learning process. You got people that have been doing this for two, three, four years and they're stuck, mm-hmm. right? Versus, and then you have those people that are considering doing it, and they're like, you know what, I'm going to get started, but maybe I'll do coaching, or I'll be coached by somebody two, three years down the road. Mm -hmm. You got coached early in the game. How pivotal do you think that was to the success that you're having now? Oh, pivotal. I wouldn't have been able to do any of this. Mm. 
Um, let's see here. With Aaron's help, I can honestly say because it took him five years to hire his first team member. We did that in six months. Right, yeah. We moved to a brick and mortar location, hired a first team member in six months. So right. five years collapsed time into six months. Right, yeah. And it only cost me $18,000. Right. And I'm like, I, I asked somebody, I'm like, how much would you pay for five years? You know, I mean, that's like prices, like hundreds right. of thousands of dollars. Right, yeah. You know? That's huge. That's huge. It, it's so crazy that when we think of investment, so you paid Aaron 18K and that first year of business, do you know what you guys made? Or like over two hundred, yeah, over yeah, two hundred. We, we were just over two hundred. And if you didn't pay him that, shout out to Aaron. We're giving you like the most amazing testimonial here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, always but, do. But but if you didn't, you were on track to basically doing a bunch of thirty-three dollar. Oh, he probably right? would have I mean, quit before quit. the end of the yeah. year and found a job. I or, think a lot. Of I people, don't know. If you would have ever quit. You're not a quitter. You're not. A, yeah. But. But it would have been tough. It would have really tough. He wouldn't have broken 100,000. He probably no, wouldn't have broken 50,000. Okay. So it, it's so crazy because I can't people, even picture not doing it. Right. Sorry. That's the hard part. It's like having kids. If, if you really, <laughs> if we'll talk about that in a second. Um, it, it's, it's so fascinating to me when we think of investments. Mm -hmm. Because when you hear somebody say, oh, you're investing in yourself. Oh my gosh. Like I would never pay that type of money to invest in myself. But what is so crazy is that we would not even think twice about investing big time money into getting your degree. Mm -hmm. Or- So much more money than that. So much more money. Mm -hmm. And what's the upside? Or how about, you know, in a property? Like I'm looking at the last year, I bought two properties mm -hmm. and they both are around the same amount, 650, mm -hmm. okay? And these are technically investment rental properties. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, oh my God, what a great thing, Greg, that you did, da, 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 da. And by the way, like for me, there's a reason why I'm doing it. I, I more want the properties for my clients and for my family. Um, but if you really think about it, 650K, right? I invest in a property. I have to put down 20%. One of the properties I put down a little bit more. So 250K, I put down for the one that I did in Georgia, right? 250,000 you put down. I've made pro less than $10,000 in cash flow from that property. Mm -hmm. And I got a mortgage on it as well. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks that's the greatest investment ever. 250 to get back 10. 10. Not to mention, you know, the you know pipe might burst or the electrical issues that come up with all the things. Oh, by the way, j j j uh, just a while ago, I had to knock down a whole bunch of trees and lay down some new sod, 10,500. Yeah. So there goes your profit. Yeah. But nobody thinks twice about that. Yeah. Nope. But when it comes to betting on themselves, yeah. that's the issue. Yeah. So my question to you all, and then I want to get into how you've filled up your practice. Uh, my question to you all is, is it hard for you to bet on yourselves? Because you guys just came into a program with me for yeah. 50K. Yeah. Like, how, like that, can we talk about the real discussion behind the scenes? How hard is it to bet on yourselves? And is it, is it, like, is it, is it tough? Come on, okay, let's get I'm, real. I'm going to say one side of it that's not necessarily the conversation that happens in our home, but mm. I want to address this because we are not normal humans. Okay. I think most people struggle with betting on themselves because they've let themselves down time and time again. Mm. So I'm going to lose weight. They do it for six weeks. They quit. They don't lose the weight. Right. I'm going to quit drinking. They do it for six months. They decide they're going to start drinking again. Right. So a lot of people bet on themselves in certain areas and let themselves down. Yeah. So their record mm. 
is not great. Right. And we all do this, no matter what. Owen and I are not normal humans. And when we bet on ourselves, we come hell or high water, will not look back down until we reach mm. our goal. Mm. Okay. So we know with statistical facts here that we not only will succeed, but we know what percentage of return we will receive on our investment and actually have done the math on that and seen it time and time again. Right. So I want to speak to the people that are sitting there saying, I am unsure to invest in myself because I just hit a, a you know, a little mark on them with, I don't, I don't follow through. Right. You got to let your ego go mm -hmm. and you have to believe in yourself and you have to decide that this is going to be the time that no matter what, no matter what happens, no matter what other people say, you are not going to let yourself down. Or you can just stop right now and go get yourself a nine to five again and call right. it a day. But you have to believe in yourself. But we have the math. What is our percentage of return when we invest in ourselves? 3,350. So every $1 that we invest into ourselves, we get a $33.50 return on investment. And this so. is shown from small investments like $2,500 to $18,000 investments. It's yeah. shown... And it's pretty close to Alex Ramosi's return on investment when I read the million dollar, right. uh, $100 million offer. So if you want your investment to pay off, this has to do with you. It's a you problem. It's a you problem. Okay. But you said it too. 5% of people do what you tell them to do in yeah. this program. Yeah. So we're part of that 5%. So we know when we invest that this will return. Right. The other 95% of you have to decide that you're gonna leave your ego at the door, you're paying someone because they know more than you, they have the life you want, and they're gonna be able to compress time for you, and you've gotta be humble enough to take that advice and do it. Yeah, I, I think I think the ego part and, and, um, and really eating the humble pie is huge. Yeah. I also think you, you have to start to do confidence-based activities. One of the things that I yeah. do in my planner yeah. is I have a section. To me, it's the most important part of the planner. It's what am I going to do tomorrow? That's what it has at the bottom right-hand side of the planner. These are the three things I'm going to do tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then what are the three things that I accomplish the next day? And it's got to be those three things. Mm -hmm. And when you start to stack these these wins, mm -hmm. each day when I do the three things, I put a W in the top right-hand corner of it. Yeah. And basically, I'm stacking these wins, and it's self-confidence mm -hmm. wins. So I really start to believe that I'll do what I say I'm going to do. Yeah. And so for me, I've stacked it so many days in a row mm -hmm. over years mm -hmm. that I'm not afraid mm -hmm. of any investment. Because I know that if you tell me what to do, I'm going to do it. Yeah. But it's because I've stacked the wins. And it can be little things. Well, and it should be. It shouldn't be, I'm going to sell a package. Right. Because you can't control that. Right. But it's, I'm going to pitch a package to three people. Right. Right. I'm going to make 10 phone calls. Right. Right. Or whatever it be. It's got to be things you can control so that you know you're winning. And then when you are making 10 phone calls and not making any sales, well, okay, then you get to have a step back and talk to the sales team or figure out mm -hmm. why you're not making those sales. Right. But you you can't have those goals set of like, I'm going to sell $10,000 today. That's not really in right. your control. That's not in your control. You guys are giving a master class on how to take action and how to actually make investments pay off. It comes down to you. It's, it's building yourself. All right, so you've done extremely well with your practice. The biggest problem that most people have is getting clients in the door. 
you all have been able to do this primarily through workshops. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. yeah. So can you talk about um, maybe two to three things before we wrap it up, two to three things that, that you do in your workshops to actually make them successful? I'll say my number one thing, mm -hmm. and I actually have this, like I teach this all the time, leave your ego at the door. No one cares that you're a doctor of physical therapy and you know big words. Mm -hmm. I talk to everyone like they are fifth graders and stop teaching about the iliacus and where it inserts on the anterior portion of the lumbar spine. Nobody cares, mm -hmm. nobody cares. They care that their back hurts and they want you to help them make it feel better. So Owen really created the framework for our workshops. Um, do you wanna tell them about the framework? So, I mean, it just starts with creating an organic connection. Mm -hmm. And that's it, creating a connection, creating a relationship, not going into it being like, um, I think we can help each other, right. you know, just like you said to us, like, how can I serve you? Right. How can I help you? How can right. I be helpful to you? So I, what we do is we do workshops and we do injury screens. Mm -hmm. And the craziest thing is they're both free. We're not paying expensive ads. We're not even getting coaching. Yeah, we learned some stuff from like Aaron and mm -hmm. stuff, but, but really we took all those systems. We like made them better right. and right. like fast forwarded and right. collapsed our own time. Right. Um, so, I mean, like, I mean, I hope to in the future, it's like if Aaron saved us five years, I would like to save somebody else five years and be at our level, our five-year level in one year. Imagine. Okay, I wanna ask you all that a few things great. about the workshop. Yeah, yeah. Because when um, most people are converting people from a prospect to a patient, yeah. they're doing it being in the room with someone one-to-one -one mm -hmm. and doing it, I guess you wanna call it a discovery visit or this or that or whatever. You're doing one-to-many selling, Correct. basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so can you give me one or two of the advantages of doing one-to-many selling versus me doing one-to-one -one with yeah. somebody in a room? Well, I think it's time. Mm -hmm. It's time. It's that you can influence more people. And just because someone doesn't buy from you that time, that first time, you're influencing them and they might buy from you in six months, right? right. And whether you're doing one-to-one -one as like an injury screening or a community event or you're doing one to 20 at a workshop you want to talk to them at their level you want to show them where their pain is so your knee hurts let's all do a deep squat let's see where mm -hmm. that knee pain is y'all feel it everybody feel their knee pain okay we know what hurts right, right. okay we're going to do two to three things together to help that knee pain we're going to give you tools that's going to you're going to help your knee pain and then we have them retest and we watch the light bulbs go bing, 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 bing. Right. And we know whose light bulbs go off. We know whose pain we were able to affect. And then from there, we make an irresistible offer at the end. This is where I think physical therapists coming from insurance models to cash PT mess it up time and time again. Well, my evaluation takes more work and more time. So you need to pay me more money. So you're going to pay me $250 mm. for the evaluation. No, no, that's not irresistible. Right. That's resistible. Right, right, right. I can right. resist that very easy. Make it irresistible. You you want to get them from that one-to-many conversation to a one-to-one -one conversation. So you're making a small sale and time commitment from them. They're committing time and money to you to get into your door to spend time with you so that you can make the larger Mark. sale and cast the bigger vision for mm -hmm. them. But that needs to be a small commitment of time and money so they're willing to come over. Right. I think... A for me, when I was in my clinics, workshops changed the game for me as well. Yeah. I think one of the other big things that it did for me was it created a massive authority. Yeah, because I wasn't yeah. just in a room with someone, mm -hmm. right? 
I was, there was now 15, 20, mm-hmm. 25 people. Mm-hmm. And with them being one of those 20, 25 people, they were like, we're all listening to this person. Yeah. And there was now massive authority. Mm-hmm. And when there's massive authority, that creates massive perceived value. Mm-hmm. So now even to do that irresistible, you add an irresistible life-changing mm-hmm. offer with it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get that person and their method mm-hmm. to me for this price. Okay, I can get started. And then once they see that they get that small win, very similar to how you all got that small win for the $2,500, then it's like, okay, let's keep on going. And yeah, that's really awesome. All right, so with that said, how can people find out more about you guys? Because I think your story is phenomenal. I want people to be able to follow you. And I want y'all to be able to help people with these workshops because I know a lot of people want help with it. Yeah, Yeah. Owen's the master of the workshops. Yeah, Yeah. and I guess to just sum that up real quick, compliment. People work better when they feel better. Test, treat, retest, irresistible offer. That's it. That's the magic formula. That's the formula. There's a lot more that can go into it to make conversions better, but that's about it. I would listen to that again, y'all. Listen to that piece again, okay? (laughs) Rewind. Rewind that again. And uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Go ahead. So where can can you find us? You can go to our website, advancedptwellness.com, and click the uh, coaching tab, and you can get access to all kinds of free trainings that we've done. There's some amazing value there. But also follow us on Instagram. It's Cash Pay PT Accelerator, and that's where we drop the knowledge. You'll see me, oh, and our daughter, uh, just sharing real life, our highs and lows of business, what's working, what we see people making mistakes with, mistakes we've made, what's winning, what you know, all the all the ups and downs. So come say hi, be a part of our community, and yeah, we we're excited to get to meet y'all. Before I finish the podcast, I want to honor you both. Um, you all are um you are great coaches because i've watched you now coach Mm -hmm. people and help people within the group that we're in but you all are even better students um there is nothing uh that anyone can do for me better than just executing on the the things that i'm telling you and understand that the things that i'm telling you are from pain Mm -hmm. and it's from pain of not doing it right. It's from pain of screwing it up. And when you all do it in the way that I'm telling you to do it, it makes me feel as though the pain that I went through was actually worth it. Mm. And so thank you for you all both doing that. It's the greatest thing ever. So I appreciate you guys. Y'all follow them on Instagram, go to their site, get all their gems. They are true givers. I would highly recommend that you um, really immerse in their information if you're truly looking to level up your cash-based practice. All right, y'all. Till next time.